the SNC Lavalin story, it, you know, after that amazing, riveting, I could not look away testimony for four hours from my new superhero, Jody Wilson Raybould. I just think she was a champ. She was incredible in front of the Justice Committee. This story keeps getting bigger and bigger. Now we're hearing that five former attorney generals have reached out to the RCMP and they are asking them to look into the SNC Lavalin affair and uh, the possibility of uh, interference by the PMO. We're joined now by a man that we reached out to originally before Jody Wilson-Raybould even resigned as Veterans Affairs Minister, Duff Conacher. He's the founder of Democracy Watch. Welcome to the program. It's good to have you here. My pleasure. Okay. I have to ask, what did you think of the Jody Wilson-Raybould testimony on Wednesday? Uh, I thought it was um, very clear and very detailed. And as a result, a big problem for uh, the government because um, she essentially documented very clearly that there was uh, pressure put on her as the Attorney General, and that's improper. Have you ever in all your life witnessed anything like this in Canadian politics? No, not certainly in terms of um, uh, this kind of context. Obviously, when Lucien Bouchard left and helped start the Bloc Québécois, he was in an equal way uh, throwing uh, the uh, uh, government of the day, Mulroney's government, uh, under the bus. And she did that similarly, but in a totally different way, obviously, um, just by uh, the testimony and clear accusations and evidence of pressure being put on her that uh, violates the principle uh, fundamental constitutional principle of independence of uh, attorney general's decisions concerning prosecutions. Now, you were calling for the ethics commissioner to investigate this. Has it gone way past that? Um, well, we don't know where the line is, uh, and it is an interesting call by these uh, former federal and provincial attorneys general. Um, we don't know where the line is on obstruction of justice in a situation like this because... Uh, we don't know, we haven't had a case like this in the past. Mm -hmm. So as a result, we can't really say for sure that the line wasn't crossed. And Democracy Watch's position uh, as a result on these kind of situations in the past uh, is that uh, you should see a prosecution because we don't know where the line's is, and uh, the courts should be the ones that decide whether the line's been crossed in unprecedented cases, not prosecutors. Gerald Butts is asked to testify next Wednesday. Um, the Prime Minister is being, people are, uh, you know, requesting that he starts to testify. What are the odds of that? Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him testify. I also wouldn't be surprised to see him not testify. He's He's given his point of view and his answers, and he may want to stay away from detailed questions. Um, But at the same time, the the heat is increasing for obvious reasons, because her evidence was so detailed, and the pressure is increasing on him to not provide these kind of platitude one-liners that he completely disagrees with her, but actually prove that her claims are wrong. And to do that, he'd have to come forward with some detailed evidence, not just these one-liners that haven't worked for him so far. 
The official opposition, uh, Andrew Scheer, has said that the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, has lost the moral authority to lead this country and is calling for him to step down immediately. Do you think uh, Justin Trudeau should step down or call a snap election? Where do you sit? Uh, No, I I mean, I think the opposition does that because they know it won't happen, and then they can say, you won't resign, and then they can highlight it again and again. It's kind of just a tactic I doubt Andrew Scheer even believes fully what he's saying, that um, this is something that is something that automatically means a prime minister has to resign. Um, what yeah, would have, you like to see? Well, we have more investigations going on, and uh, we'll see whether the prime minister is found guilty of violating the federal ethics law, uh, the Section 9 that says you can't influence another person's decisions that, in a way that it will improperly influence another company's interests. What's the consequence of violating that ethics law? Well, unfortunately, politicians wrote these laws themselves, so they put in no penalty (laughs) other than, I know, it's a sad joke, but it would still be a finding that the Prime Minister broke a fundamental law that is there to protect uh, our democracy. Yeah, but then he'd just change his socks to something fancy and we'd forget about it. I don't know whether you'll forget about those things, and I'm sure the opposition parties will highlight them. He's already been found guilty once. Um, do these things add up to uh, uh, that a prime minister should resign? We don't really have a clear standard on that, but there should be penalties in these laws. You know, when he took the gift from the Aga Khan uh, of the trip to the Bahamas private island, he should have faced a, p- a penalty of one year's salary. And if that was the penalty, $300,000 then probably he'd follow the law more closely. Mm. Um, they can generally weather these uh, these kind of reports. Um, people vote for lots of different reasons, and um, and not just these reasons. And so elections are a pretty blunt and ineffective tool of accountability for any particular party, and they can escape real accountability. So that's why the accountability should be built into the law. So we have to do some uh, rewriting here. Oh, definitely. There's 100 changes to laws needed in every province. Every province allows the Attorney General to step in and stop prosecutions. Law enforcement is politically uh, tainted across the country. All the good government watchdogs, except in B.C., where they have an all-party committee select these people uh, across the country. Otherwise, the premiers and the cabinets choose their own judges on things like access to information and ethics and lobbying and and, uh, those kind of things, and it's all rigged in their favor. And they write the rules, and they set up the enforcement systems and choose lapdogs to enforce weak rules and and have weak penalties for themselves. So everyone should be outraged by this, because when they write laws for other people, they put in million-dollar fines and have inspection teams, and you don't get to choose your own judge when you're alleged to have violated one of these laws, but politicians do. So it's a really bad system. The system's a sad joke. The system really is the scandal. And it's not surprising to see scandalous behavior as a result, because it encourages scandalous behavior. That's what we've been saying for 20 years. I agree with you on the outrage, but I think uh, I don't want to make you feel like you're responsible for something, but I hope there's not many accidents right now on the highways uh, as people are listening to us, because I have a feeling with what you just said, people have put up their hands off the steering wheel and said, I, I just I give up. Well, there's... You can't give up because the politicians don't care if you give up. If you don't come out and vote, someone else does, and they wouldn't care whether 10% turnout was what happened as long as they got a plurality of the 10% and won the election. That's how little they really care about legitimacy. They all want power without accountability. And what's amazing is 
this is a hot-button issue with tons of voters, especially swing voters, that decide elections. And yet you don't see the parties taking this seriously. The three times that they have, 1993, Chrétien promised governing with integrity. 2006, uh, Harper promised a big cleanup with the Accountability Act. And in 2015, Trudeau promised open and honest government, none of this secretive, dishonest stuff anymore. They all broke their promises. They all won the election with those promises. And what's going to be interesting to see is whether the opposition parties make big promises like were made in those three elections and try and steal away uh, the government from the Liberals. If, well, they just, if they just complain, people have all the right in the world to say, you're just complaining, you're going to do the same thing when you get in. Mm-hmm. They have to make promises to make 100 changes to clean things up and to promise to resign if they don't make those changes. Yeah, they have Otherwise, to follow no through with the changes, them. and that's yeah. the problem. I really want to thank problem. you for your time, Duff. It's always interesting talking to you, and we'll see what happens Monday, October 21st, because I don't think an election is going to be called before that. No, I don't think so either. It's going to be a fascinating campaign as a result of this and many other developments. Thanks, Duff. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care.